Welcome to the Dying to Ask podcast. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and I am stressed out. I went to the store, grocery store on Halloween, to buy some candy, even though I was 99% sure that nobody was coming to my door to trick-or-treat. But I also knew that if I didn't, hordes of kids would show up. And I had the potential to be the neighbor lady who hides out in the living room with the lights out, hoping that nobody eggs the house. Nobody wants me to become that, especially me. So I walk into the store to go get some Reese's peanut butter cups that I feel confident I will be eating by myself all night long. And the first thing I see when I step through the door of the store, candy canes and Christmas treats. It is Halloween, people. But the Christmas stuff was already out. And that's on top of Costco selling me fake trees and Christmas ribbon, which I did buy in September. So then I started to feel it coming in. Do you know what I'm talking about? That holiday stress. Feels like you hit November, and just when you just want to pull out the flannel, instead you start pulling out all the anxiety. Because <laughs> the Christmas creep, the holidays are here. There's this kid book series, maybe you remember it when your kids were small, or maybe you're there right now. If you give a mouse a cookie, it, it's something like, if you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to get thirsty, and then he's going to ask for a glass of milk. And that's kind of what it's like. It's like the adult version of if you give a mouse cookie, because like one thing leads to the next thing, leads to the next thing. So I started thinking, I need a plan. I love a plan. Do you love a plan? I love a plan. I love a good plan. And I started wondering, could you plan and organize your way out of the holiday stress? What I've discovered is the answer is yes-ish. So this episode is for your future self. It is for my future self. One of my favorite repeat guests is back this week. We're talking about some fall organization hacks that can, in theory, set us up for a happier, less stressed holiday season. There is a psychology behind fall organization. There's a reason why it works. So if you think about spring cleaning, it's like that, only it might actually be more powerful. Kim Salisbury is a professional organizer, the creator of Home Method Co., and a master of common sense with a heavy dose of humor. So I wanted to know, what does she, as a professional organizer, do to handle this time of year in her personal life? And to no surprise, she has some really good ideas. Yes, negative space will be mentioned. We're going to be making some lists. We are purging. We are setting some deadlines. We are living our best pre-holiday lives. And we're leaving time for Hallmark movies, flannel, and eggnog. I don't even like eggnog. But if I have some extra time this year, I might give it a shot. On this time to ask, the psychology behind fall organization. So think of it, again, like the new spring cleaning. Why your fridge and your pantry deserve your time and a bunch of Clorox wipes. How an organizing binge will save you money this holiday season. And how to make a master holiday to-do list that will keep you accountable insane. Kim Salisbury is back on the Dying Desk podcast. Have you ever wondered how did they do that? I do all the time. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick and Dying to Ask is the podcast that gets me off a TV news set and into candid conversations with authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and influencers I have been dying to talk to. Soak up the motivation that comes from learning how other people live their lives, how they take an idea or a goal, they follow through, and they pull it off. And maybe along the way, I'll get some answers to questions you've been dying to ask. Hey, Kim, thanks for coming back on the Dying to Ask podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. How are you doing? Great. How oh. are you doing? How are you doing great when it's like the beginning of November and everybody's got the Christmas creep and the stress and all that stuff going on? Is it just me? 
Oh my gosh. No, it's not just okay, you. It's just a standard answer. Isn't it funny when someone <laughs> reviewing, you're like, great, I'm great. Of course I'm great. But oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed already. Of course I am. You know, I mean, it is just, there's so much pressure coming into the holidays, isn't there? There's just always, there's so many things that we see out there, like the the expectations of having this perfect holiday season. And, you know, in, in reality, the holiday season, it can be very difficult for people. And if you're not organized up front and you're not ready for it, it can just kind of hit you like a ton of bricks. And so- that's and that's why I wanted you to come back on because I feel like you hit November and all of a sudden, you know, Mariah Carey comes on the radio every time you turn it on. And it's like the, the thing just feels like it's coming over you with all the, the things you got to do. But if you front end the holidays, you can actually take a little of the stress out of them and maybe even like retain a little holiday spirit. It's absolutely possible. It's just about getting ready now. It really is. I think a lot of people kind of push it and push it and push it right into the last minute. But if you can right now, even before Thanksgiving, if you can get some, if you can get at least your list made, like have have your list of everything you have to do before the end of the year and start checking that off little by little now. And anything that you can get done ahead of time, like if, you're, if you can get your holiday cards done, if you're going to do those this year, um, your shopping list, get those, get those kind of ready start decluttering your house, start going through the kids' rooms now. Like there's so much. Okay. I'm loving this, but let's start making the, let's start making this list together. Cause I want to know exactly how you do it because you spend your days organizing everybody else. Mm -hmm. What does this actually look like for you? Like, do you take out a notebook and you literally just start making a list? I absolutely, I'm such a list maker. I've always been, I think, you know, our generation is just, we're very like to take a pen and a paper and be able to cross them off. And so I've started <laughs> doing them on my phone. I do them in the notes section, but I actually, then I will still go home and write it down because I'd like to be able to cross it off. So if I like, so like I just said, the holiday cards, that's the first thing on my list. My goal is to get them out by Thanksgiving. But what I would, what I think is really important, this is what we're doing so much of with right now with our clients is we're going through the kids' rooms. So we're going through their closets. We're going through their rooms are going to their toys because what we're doing is we're making room for what we know is coming in in December. So you want, and if you, if you have kids, you know, that stuff's coming, you know, that stuff's got to go really can't avoid it. I mean, well, you, I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there's stuff, there's stuff that's coming and there's also going to be house gets coming, you know? So there's, it's not just stuff. There's people, there's people, there's food, there's, there's things, there's toys. All of these things are coming in. So if you can start going through and literally room by room, especially the kids' rooms, going through and declutter and donate now, this is the time when, when people need donations. So this is the time to donate all the things that they're not using anymore, the clothes that don't fit anymore, to make room for all the things that are coming in. And that's so- not just... Uh, what is that, what does that look like though for the average person like if if you're here in November and uh-huh. you got a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving comes in do you take like like how how easy can this be is it 30 it, minutes you give yourself 30 minutes in one yeah, room set a timer for 20 minutes see what you can get done in that but you know honestly it's, it can be as easy as handing each one of your kids a trash bag and going and saying go into your room and fill this but not you don't necessarily have to fill the bag but put things in here that you're not necessarily playing with and maybe someone who's less privileged than you would really enjoy some of these things and so it kind of helps kids think like well I'm not really playing with this toy but another little kid would really like that so they can go through their things and then you can say look like let's look at your clothes together do these things fit anymore these shoes don't fit so all of the things that are not working for them anymore their clothes their toys their stuff and they can put it in a bag and then they can be part of the donation process together and then they know that they're making room and it it kind of creates excitement for them too for what's coming in during the holiday during christmas or during the holiday season 
I love that. So take that to say your closet. How do you do that for the adults then? It's, it's quite literally the exact same thing. You can take a trash bag and go into your room and just start pulling or, you know, a box or anything, just start pulling the clothes that you know, you're not wearing the shoes that you're not wearing the stuff that's accumulated. What we see most often when we, when we declutter closets is stuff. Not even mm-hmm. necessarily clothes, but people just shove stuff in every corner of their house. And there's always going to be random stuff like old receipts or old handbags you're not using anymore, or bags or reusable bags. There's there's always going to be so many things, hats, like just beach bags, like stuff that you were using all summer, but you're now you're not going to be using in the winter. It's time to put those those seasonal things away, like all of the summer, you know, because it's only been cold for a couple of days, right? So a lot of the summer stuff is still out now. So a lot of that stuff can be kind of put away for the season and whether or not you're bringing out more winter things or fall things, you're just at the very least, you're making space for the things that you're going to be needing over the next winter months. The holidays bring so many, so much stress. I think it's because of all the extra things that are going on. If you have kids, you've probably got like school performances and, you know, maybe little get togethers and maybe your work is having a party. There's like all the things that come in. So it Mm -hmm. makes it feel like a lot of the clutter and the disorganization, like you're like more sensitive to it. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Because not only are you living with the physical clutter, but the visual clutter can literally be just looking at your calendar. And so to be looking at your calendar for the month of December, I know that every single night you have something. So to try to mitigate that, if you can make that to be part of your list right now, meaning- Mm -hmm. You know, you know that you have to buy teacher gifts. So go ahead and get that done ahead of time and get those wrapped and get that ready. And then you know that you're going to have to, you know, have maybe a check for the housekeeper or the gardener or, you know, any other things like that, or that you have like a, an event coming up that's going to be, um, that's going to require a hostess gift. Any of those things that you can do now ahead of time, you could even keep in the closet for right now, even, even in a bin, just make like a hostess gift bin. I mean, that's even something to think about because you know, you have all these parties and events coming up if you had that already and then you can just grab them as you go then um then that would even that would even be helpful now too but anything you can do ahead of time is always going to help you right now doesn't it feel like you can make a master list that you could just use year after year of like what day to have stuff done by a certain time that's a really good idea it is a good idea you should gonna do that i'm gonna do that i'm i you know what i think that would be really cool I'm going to put that on my website. Okay. That's so that's something else I've just added to my list to get that together for everyone. And I'm going to put that on my website before Thanksgiving, because that is a really good idea. Every it's going to be different for everyone, of course, but if you can, if you can know what's coming before, I know I keep saying before Thanksgiving, and that's kind of like my deadline. You want to give yourself deadlines, right? And so if you like, maybe you say, I'm going to have all the teacher's gifts done by the middle of December, I mean, by the middle of November, I'm going to have all of the things that I need, all of my lists done and my, my, my gift list curated by Thanksgiving or all the activity gifts or the adventure gifts or experience gifts, sorry, by, by, by a certain time, then, then by the time you hit December and all of the parties are coming up, you have all of your gifts ready to go, your hostess gifts, your teacher gifts, all of those things. And you have everything ready, knowing that you have those things set up ahead of time is I think going to really help. But something that's really important to me and that I have to just share is that 
we're all going to have a packed December. All of these things are going to be, we're going to be full, but knowing when to say no to things is also so important. And that's part of being organized is knowing that you're not going to be able to go to every single Christmas event or Hanukkah gift or any holiday gift. You're not going to be able to do all of them and to give yourself the grace now instead of feeling guilty on December 23rd that you just can't do one more thing or you can't do it. If you give yourself some grace now and just say, you know what, I'm going to commit to these five and I'm going to say maybe to these five or or just know that you've got everything ahead of you and and know that if you don't make it to all of those, that's okay. But But tell yourself that now, because I think that feeling like we have to do everything and create this perfect holiday season for our family and for our friends and for ourselves, that's where I think a lot of the stress comes from. And yeah, so and and when you that. do do all of those things, and you start to my my barometer is when you get into the car and you feel resentful, which is silly because somebody has invited you to their home or to whatever, and you don't feel happy or excited to go because you are overwhelmed. Like that's because not being a good guest either because you're overwhelmed. So it is exactly. okay to say like this is what I can do right now. And I think that people understand it, even if you're. I do too. Saying, yeah, I mean, I if someone, if even one of my closest friends were to say to me. I'm so sorry. I would love to come to your evening. I just can't. I'm, I just, I just can't do one more thing. I would hundred percent understand that. Mm-hmm. And I heard something recently that said, when you're committing to things, it was something like, if you don't want to do that right now, if that event was tonight and you don't want to do that tonight, then are you going to want to do it in three weeks? Then it's usually a no. If you're, if you can't commit to it now, like if, you, if, if that, if that event that you've seen the invitation for was tonight and you were not excited and you were thinking, I don't want to do it in three weeks you're going to be even more overwhelmed and you're probably not going to want to do it then either. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a balance, right? I mean, we're all yeah. trying to figure out how to get through the holiday season at the best that we can, but, but I think giving ourselves grace is, is going to be so important and just allowing ourselves to, because our mental health is so important. And during yeah. the holidays, a lot of people struggle with that. And we see that a lot with our clients too. Some people are very excited they They want us to come over and put all their holiday decorations up and get it all organized and do all that. And some people are just like, I'm so overwhelmed. I can't even put a tree up. So that's why they call us in. But, but some people are like, I'm just not ready. I, it just, it just, it really depends, but I'm already starting to feel it when we're out in homes already. That's so interesting because I think that that's, I'm so fascinated by the link between organization and mental health. And and I know it's different for men and women, but specifically for women who feel overwhelmed by the stuff and the the calendar and all the rest of it, you really can lower your own stress by being a little bit more reasonable and having this kind of game plan before you go into a time like this. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And you're right. It's very different for women, men men and women. Absolutely. For sure. Because men will, you know, we keep the calendars typically. And so we're the ones that are just kind of telling them where they need to be. And so, and that's, (laughs) you know, that's being very general, obviously it's very, I don't mean to be so stereotypical, but in general, that's my house. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to throw, (laughs) you know, that's kind of what we're, we're kind of managing the the season. Right. And they're just like here, but, but it is very different. And some of them, at least for my husband, sometimes he is just, he's reached his limit and he's like, I can't go to one more party. And, and Uh I guess I can go, you know, I can still do it if I'm up to it, but, but I guess the point is, is that if you know the calendar in advance, it really does help and have that conversation with your partner and even with the kids and say, okay, so next week we've got five events which one should we choose, you know, or something like that, or, you know, or maybe even saying something to your family, like, you know, what is something that this holiday season we could do as a family that 
would be fun for all of us that doesn't involve anybody else. Like that's something to think about too, because the holidays are very, you're, you're very kind of scattered all over the place between your extended family and your friends and all the events. But if just your core family, like maybe even just talk to the kids and just say, hey, what do we like? Remember we used to go to the pumpkin patch? Like maybe we do that or we go to Apple Hill or, you know, we do something that like would be fun. That's just us. That's just fun. And it's not necessarily something mm-hmm. we have to do, but more like something that we want to do. Yeah. It's funny when you talk to, especially older kids, maybe even like teenagers or young adults, um, ask them which of the traditions they care about. It's funny. They, they often pick something that you think is a throwaway, mm-hmm. but it's that's, super meaningful to them. That's a good point because, you know, my daughter's in college now and she was home a few weeks ago for something. And we were, we didn't, she was home for, I can't remember what it was, but she was home for um, something and she really wanted to go to Apple Hill. I think that's what made me think of it when I said Apple Hill right now. And we didn't have time. Unfortunately, we had a water polo game. We had this and, but I didn't realize that she, I was thinking this is her first fall out of, out of the house. And we always go to Apple Hill and she was trying to, and unfortunately we couldn't fit that in. And I felt so bad because I wish I had known that I would have made time for it, but we just ran out of time that day. Yeah. But it's funny that you say that because that's exactly true. I think that realize I didn't realize that she was holding that tradition so dear and I didn't realize it. It's really sweet. It's really sweet when you think about it. So November is a good time to like seriously sit the calendar and start like planning out what is it that you want to do and kind of front load things. On a real practical level, um, one of your tips for this time of year is literally to go like clean out your fridge. Why, Why is cleaning out the fridge and the pantry so powerful right now? Cleaning out the fridge and the pantry right now will change your life. I can't, I, can't, <laughs> I cannot even state that enough. We do this all day, every day, right, for clients. But if you go into your pantry ahead of Thanksgiving, weeks ahead of Thanksgiving, it will change everything. You're going to pull every single thing out. You're going to go through, you're going to get rid of all the expired foods, all the expired spices, the baking stuff, all the stuff that are just not working and or and categorize it, put it back into the pantry in an organized fashion, or at least be mindful of how it's going back in. Because you know that, you know, two feet deep shelf that you've got like some sauce from last Thanksgiving, you know, this is when those things are going away. And then the same thing with the fridge, you pull everything out, you clean the fridge, you only put back in there what you're keeping. But while you're doing that, you're making your list of everything you're going to need that you only need this time of year. If you need pumpkin pie spice or whatever, if you need this one, you need cloves for the oranges, like the things that you need that you never buy throughout the whole entire year, this is the time that you want to buy all that now and have that already in the house and have it organized. So when it comes time to bake for the school bake sale or whatever's happening, you know, whatever you have to do, you already have that in the house and you're not running to the store at midnight, you know, the night before, or you're frantically trying to order on Amazon. Try to think about the cookie baking that you do, the baking that you do, any of that. And all of that is already in the house right now and your pantry's organized and your fridge is organized. Get out of town. It'll change I your mean, life. that's like life-changing right there. It's Let's wrap up by talking a little bit about gifts. Because to me, I would be fine if we did the holidays with no gifts except for kids. Like I really could be totally okay with that mm-hmm. because I get stressed by the stuff and the, the kind of like the obligation part of it. And you oh. have a really great fix to this. And that is to think more in terms of experiences rather than things. And considering that you declutter people's houses all day, I can understand why you would say that. But talk a little bit about like the power of giving somebody an experience. I think it's one of the most important things about the holidays and about gift giving in general. And like you said, we're in a different house every day, which means we see stuff all the time. And I know exactly what this was from last Christmas. Sometimes it's not even opened yet and it definitely is not being used. So because people feel such pressure to give gifts, they get things regardless of 
if they think it's if it's the right thing or not because they just feel like I have to check all these people off my list of all these gifts. So instead of doing that, what if you spent a few minutes and thought about you still make the list of the people you want to give things to, but what if that becomes an experience for each one of those people? And so, like for example, for the grant for the grandparents, instead of buying each one of your seven grandkids, take them all away for the weekend, go to a water park, go go camping, go, go something with the kids where one it gives the the adults the the break, and then the, you the grandparents have the kids or do something one by one individually. So you can still give them a physical gift, but inside it could be a card that says, we're going camping with grandma and grandpa. And that's gonna be, and that's their gift, right? Or something that you know that they love to do. They love to go to museums. They love, and not just with the kids, but with your adult, with your adults as well. Like my sister and I have started in the last few years, we have decided absolutely no more gifts, experience gifts only. So we will set a dinner time or we'll do, we'll do like a dinner date or we'll do a, we'll go on a walk or we'll do something special that's not gifts. But basically we got to the point where we were just exchanging, exchanging gifts. And especially with the teenagers, because money, you know, basically by the time they get to be teenagers, they just want, they really are just asking for cash anyway. Right. <laughs> so our kids are the same age. So we're just passing money back and forth. I'm like, right. What are we doing? And we were doing that with each other too, and my, and the husbands. And so the adults really aren't giving, we are not really doing adult gifts anymore. And just recently for my mom, who doesn't really need a bunch of things, my sister and I are planning little getaways, like overnights with my mom. So it's just the three of us. So we've been doing that the last couple of years, experience gifts over stuff. And it is I love I that. the difference that it's made in our family. And everyone looks forward to seeing like, oh, where are we going to go? Because even if you don't do the experience gift that day or that month, maybe it's something that we're going to do in June and it's something to look forward to the whole yeah. season, the whole year. So as opposed to having like a trinket or a candle or something that you just do not need, then rather than that, the experience gifts, I think, are great. And in all honesty, you can even do that with teachers, too, because teachers don't necessarily want a bunch of candles and things like that that people always get. So you could even do a gift card for something like a facial or something special that they really like. And so although I will say be careful with gift cards, because every single house we've ever been in has so many we've had thousands of dollars in gift cards lying around, you know, 80 percent of gift cards go unused. Isn't that interesting? So what? I know it's crazy. I looked it's fascinating. It's crazy. So if you are considering getting away from the gifts, just just consider the gift cards. Sometimes they get lost, they get there, they just don't get used, especially, and this is probably going to be controversial, but especially <laughs> specific gift cards. Like a Visa gift card is one thing you can use it anywhere, but specific restaurants, um, specific salons, specific anything like like a facial or you know, a nail pedicure, those are the ones that we see lying around all the time. Because people just, people are just, they're just not using them. So if you're considering going that route, I would just do like a straight Visa gift card or just do, or just do cash if that's what, if that's what you're thinking about. But yeah, the gift card thing is a whole nother topic, but it is very interesting to see how many of them, sometimes we'll be opening junk drawers and there'll be a stack of, of gift cards that have never been used. So people just don't get around to using them, especially, especially restaurants. So. Where do you, where do you stand on, um, like little hostess gifts kind of things? Like I have a friend and she is, she's from the South and I'll tell you what, she is so proper about stuff at any time. I mean, she could be coming up to like coming over to pick over, pick up a book and she's going to bring you a little hostess gift and it's very sweet. <laughs> um, and it's a very lovely gesture. Do you think that that in the holiday, is that something that should go with the holidays? Do you need to bring somebody a little something or 
if you do feel like you want to do it, what's an easy way to do that? I think it's a really, really good question. I think this is the time now where you get all of your hostess gifts together kind of, and then have them all wrapped and every literally have them like in a bin in the closet or something. I try to do it in October and November. So I have all of my hostess gifts front loaded for as soon as the holiday season, I literally just go to the bin and grab it as I'm going out. I used to do gifts. I used to do like, I would go to home goods and I would get like the little baskets and all the little cute stuff. What I do now is just wine. I, I honestly just do wine. I have them in a nice bag, <laughs> a nice card, and it says love the Salisbury's, you know, like that. I really just bring wine. And then if it's a house where, you know, they don't want wine, then it can be, you know, sparkling. It can be sparkling. It can be anything. But the hostess gifts themselves, as cute as they are, like someone will do like Christmas hot mitts with like a spoon tied up to, do you know what I mean? Like I know be, exactly what you mean. Yeah, exactly what you mean. Very cute they don't, they don't use them. And so they're not, they, they're not getting, and this is going to sound harsh and controversial, but people generally aren't using, or you get a really cute, like tea towel or Christmas towel. That's very common as well. They're all very cute. But what we find when we go into houses is that they're not being used. And so a hostess gift, yes, I think is lovely. Anytime you go to a party or an event in the, I I'm very, I'm very traditional. So I, oh, I'm, I'm probably like your friend. My mom is from the South. So I grew up like that. So I will always bring a hostess gift, but it'll most always likely be wine. And so as yeah. opposed to something that I know that they can use. And the thing is, even if you bring them a bottle of wine and they don't use it, they can re-gift it to the next gift, the next party they go to. But I have, we do have a client and she has a bring me bin. And so bring me is like all of her hostess gifts that she buys throughout the year. And that most, all of them are tea towels, which are very cute, but they're all different. They're seasonal. They're Halloween, they're Thanksgiving, they're Christmas, they're Easter. And every time she goes anywhere, she brings a gift with her. So similar to your friend, but we actually had to make her a whole section of her closet. We called it bring me, bring me Christmas, bring me Easter, bring me cocktail party, bring me golf party. So does that make sense? So if that's what it she does. Has, she calls it bring me. So basically it's just, you go in there and you grab it on your way out the door. Huh? However, <laughs> wait, sidebar. I don't you feel like she could be the star of like a Hallmark holiday movie. Yes. I think that she could a hundred percent because I it feel would, like that could be a, fun. that could be a story. I could write that. Yeah, I think so too. Absolutely. And, and it's just lovely, but I love, and it could be the, the, the title could be called bring me and it is really, bring me. And, but these, when this, this particular client, it, these things that she buys all year round were scattered all around the house. So what we, yeah. what we did is we, we created, so I shouldn't say she had, we created the bring me little sections within the closet. They're all labeled and they're super cute, but she can just, on oh, she's way out the door. She just, she can grab those as she's on the way out the door. That being said, there was a lot of those. So probably too many of those bring me gifts because she likes to collect them. And so that was just an example. However, her friends are very lucky. And whenever we're at this client's house, I think I want to be her friend because she's bringing something every single time, which is so thoughtful. And so she's so lovely. And I wonder, I'm going to have to find out if she's from the South because I, that, that wouldn't surprise me, but definitely the, I, I think we call it the bring friend. me, the bring me girl. Bring me girl, the bring me girl. And I think she oh, has like this, this crisis, this crisis of conscience where all of a sudden she hates the holidays and we have to bring her back to loving the holidays. There it is. Boom. I am done. Okay. Fantastic. Done. done. It's happening. Okay. It's happening. Fantastic. Okay. So you need to make the list for your blog of all the things we can do before the holidays to reduce the stress. I'll write the Hallmark movie and then we'll get together <laughs> in a couple of months. And we'll do another podcast. Perfect. I love it. I'm glad we got this done. This is very productive today. Kim, what are some good ways for people? 
We really did. What are some good ways for people to keep up with you? Oh my gosh. Well, we're on Instagram every day at Home Method Co. And we just have so much fun on there. We're sharing on stories and I'm going to be doing a ton of holiday content coming out. Um, but my website is probably the best place to reach us, which is homemethodco.com. Yeah, you, um, sometimes you're on stories. I'm like, how did she clear out that house? Cause she did so many Instagram stories today. <laughs> it really is. It, it really is astonishing. Well, it's because my team is just so amazing. And so I can stop and share what's going on back in the olden days. I was never, I was never able to even, you know, be able to share while we're doing it, but now my team is so strong and we're just getting through these. I mean, we, we're doing garages in one day right now. You I know, know. it's, you know it, it, if you haven't, actually, if you haven't checked Kim's um, social media, you should follow her on Instagram. Cause sometimes I'll see her posting about a home that she's clearing out and I'll make a mental note. Ooh, I want to see what that garage looks like in a few hours. It's very satisfying. I always want to check in at the end of the day. We try, we try to get them posted <laughs> by five or six, um, you know, to the reveal of the, yeah, but it is, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been really fun. So, you know, the garage is also something to consider right now because we're, we're finally out of the heat. So, you know, just as a, as a last minute thing, if you wanted to add that into your holiday, it maybe see if some of the stuff can come out of the garage right now, because there is, you are going to need to be bringing stuff in. And sometimes when you're decluttering, those things end up that you're decluttering in the garage. So if you can make a little bit of space before that, before the holidays, but yeah, no pressure hope, to do right now. I really just, hope my family is listening to this because I think that was <laughs> truly directed at them and I'm just going to leave it right there. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Kim, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so happy, much. for having Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. We're all going to get through it. It's going to be just fine. As long as we're amazing. ahead of time. Amazing. Amazing. I am one week into Kim's fall organization plan. And here's what I've gotten done so far. I went through my kids' athletic gear. So ski gear, for example. And I pulled out the boots that don't fit and some old skis that had just been sitting there collecting dust. And I was able to pass them on to my friend Heather. Her kids are younger and she loves getting the gear and I know it'll go to use with her boys. And that always makes me feel good. And it felt good to get it out of the garage. I'll be honest. That was pretty awesome. I also clicked on a couple of Christmas card sites like the, you know, foot shutterfly kind of things. And I at least look to see what cards are out there. Um, I know that I will still pick whatever's on the front page of those sites because it's just easy. But I at least opened the site this year to start looking. And that is a huge advantage of where I was last year. Still working on my master list, but I am liking this plan so far. I am the new Jan Brady, friends. I hope it lasts. If you got something out of this episode, please don't forget to share the link with a friend. You could text it or email it to them. And you could also leave a rating or review on the show wherever you are listening to us. Whatever podcast platform you are listening to us right now, there is usually a place where listeners can let people know that they enjoyed it. And that kind of works with that crazy algorithm and makes sure that the show gets out to more people. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick. This is the Dying Dask Podcast. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you very organized next time. <laughs>